Welcome to the Nicole Romero Creative Podcast. I'm Nicole, an equine assisted empowerment coach for creatives. Along with my horses, I am here to guide you to a more empowered and authentic creative life. Each week, I will dive into industry and inner work topics and offer tools and resources, including some horse wisdom and or share an interview with a fellow creative about their personal journey. If you are ready to begin living your creative purpose and a life of more joy and meaning, then this is the show for you. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Nicole Romero Creative Podcast. I'm Nicole, your equine-guided mentor, coach, advocate for possibility, whatever you'd like to call me. I try to be there for whichever of those you feel you need. Um, if you're new to the show, thanks for being here. I uh, always like to recommend going back and visiting past episodes. If this is your first one, I'm one of the rare people that really likes my first season and thinks there's a lot of gold nuggets in there. Um, and on this podcast, we try to talk about um, a little of everything within the creative, spiritual, nature crossover realm. Um Uh, But mostly it's about bringing more joy and meaning to your life, whatever that looks like for you, and uh, really leaning into our creativity um, as both an outlet and source for that. And we look to the wisdom of my horse herd and the lessons that we learn there and how we can bring all that together to really just grow into the amazing light bringers and sharers that that we all are. Um, This week, I felt really called to talk about a topic that is um, kind of a constant thing that comes up for people that are are currently feeling stuck or unhappy um, in their career or their job, um, just in life in general, with how things are going. And uh, that is looking at whether or not we should be, you know, switching careers, if we should be making our hobby, our, our, our passions, our career, if we should, you know, really allow ourselves to go into, go all into the area of creativity or hobbies, whatever, creative expression, whatever it is that calls to us that we're always trying to get more of that we really want to do deep down, is it necessary that we turn that into a career in order to change our lives? Um, Because there's always the, the conversation of, well, here, I tried to make my hobby my full time job and career and uh, I ended up hating it. And how do we know the difference of which we should do and when and how far we go with it? Um, For me, when I first started all this, down this road, on this journey of figuring out what I wanted to do, I didn't know if I wanted to leave my job um, because obviously in the theme park industry, there is a lot of creative possibility and perks and room for growth and change. And and I did try to work within that. but I knew my kind of my guiding post was that I wanted to get back to my horses. But I didn't know that I wanted that to be my career. I didn't know that I wanted that to um, 
you know, encompass all of my time in terms of between life and job. Um, I was just open to whatever the possibilities were. And it turned out that everything I was trying to do, which was, you know, kind of create experiences, um, for on my own, not working for somebody, creating experiences that, that helped inspire people and bring people into their full potential. Um, I didn't realize there was a way to do that with horses and turned out that that really all fell in, in line and fit the description. And, um, it just made sense. But the other thing is that the work that's involved in this dream career I found, um, it's still hard. There's still a lot I have to do. Um, but the work that's involved doesn't, it doesn't bother me as much, right? It, it, the work, I'm happy to do the work that it takes to take care of my horses. I'm happy to do the work, um, that it takes to try and bring this business together. I mean, there's elements of it I don't like, which kind of fall in the business side, which is just inevitable. If you're going to build a business, you got to do business stuff. And that's the side I'm, I'm weaker on and the side I will eventually um, outsource and get help with. Uh, but for now, I do have to do it all. But in terms of what my passion was around the horses, the work that's involved there, the the cleaning, the, um, you know, handling the nutrition, handling the, the vet and farrier stuff, the um, trying to work on them with groundwork that I need to work on and, and things like that. That's the work that I enjoy doing. I enjoy being here for them. I enjoy taking care of them. I enjoy being in space with them. And so for me, it's not because I'm in it in a different way, not like when I was younger and when I was showing and I could feel that anxiety around um, what was involved. Like I found peace. I always found my most peace after the, my classes were over at the show and I could just hang out on my horse. Maybe we ride around bareback. Maybe we, um, just go out and and eat in the whatever grass we could find. And, um, you know, after the pressure was off the times that I could enjoy it. And so because of the way I've shifted the way I am with horses, the way my business is with horses. It doesn't look like, um, the, the past, you know, I've, I've chosen a new route. It, it all, it's okay. I don't feel like I'm going to get burnt out in this sense. So to circle back to where this could make more sense for you, if you're doing work, you know, um, if you're designing for somebody, if you're doing some graphic design, um, or something, and you're really just tired of whatever that brings up for you when you're in the job, when you're doing the job, when you're doing the work, if you just feel drained every time, you know, that might be a key for you that, Hey, I, there's something here that's not feeling right. Um, there's something here that I don't really want to do. Um, and keep in mind, I am, I'm not a therapist. So, you know, there are also underlying things that could be causing this stuff. You know, there could be, uh, hormones that need to be checked. There could be, um, signs of depression. There could be all kinds of other things, but we're speaking to, if you feel like everything should be good, 
you know, those moments, like, everything should be okay, so why am I feeling like this? Why, like, um, you know, why is this work draining me? You know, when I was at Universal, and I'm, like, doing, it's like, you know, I realized, hey, I actually made it to where I was trying to get to. I made it to a show set design position, one of the biggest, you know, theme park companies you can be at, um, and I wasn't happy, and so that work, uh, and of course there's external factors here as well and the company factors. Um, but all in all that work drained me. Um, it, it drained me so much that I really didn't do much creative stuff, uh, for about two years after I left. Um, I tried, but I was just so done. I I couldn't get myself to enjoy it. Um, and it took me a long time to kind of come out of that. And, And it turns out burnout can last like three to four years, by the way. So you don't want to get to that point. But um, but there were clues in there that, hey, maybe this isn't the way I need to use my creativity. Um, and, you know, realizing that, knowing that I wanted to create more original stories. I didn't want to just design other people's, bring other people's stories to life. I wanted to create my own experiences and help other people live their stories. And so... You know, if we look at our our passions and our hobbies from the standpoint of what are the aspects of it that are hard, that maybe other people view as difficult, they view it as I would never want to spend the time doing that. Glass blowing? Never. I would never want to do glass blowing because every time I broke one of those pieces of glass, I would be done. I would be like, okay, that's I'm good. I'm good. I've tested it out. I'm moving on. But there are people that find all of that so therapeutic and the, you know, renewal process of having to start through, you know, they, they are able to enjoy that and, and having to, to I'm not going to say they don't get frustrated, but having to redo that stuff, it's not as big of an issue for them as it would be for me. Um, they don't mind doing that work, being in that heat. I couldn't do that either. Um, living in the South is hot enough. I would, I would not want to do all that. I am so much respect for glass blowers. You guys are amazing. Um, I, the, the work is hard and it's tough, but you produce beautiful, beautiful work as a result. Um, but I know that that is the work I don't want to do. <laughs> I, I don't want to have to do that stuff. Um, it would not be worth it to me and I would get burnt out really quick. Um, because it's not, it's not how I want to show up every day, right? That's not the environment I want to be in. For me, a lot of my work with my horses is, is so easy because I love being outside. I love being in nature. I love being welcomed into their space um, as I respectfully ask to be. And sharing all that and, and the work just flows. And it's not that there's not times I won't get frustrated or I won't get uh, feel like I'm not doing everything I can or what I need to, but there's a recovery there, right? I can recover quicker and get back to what I need to do. And so I'm still kind of finding that within myself, with my creative side. And I've begun to do that, uh, with my woodworking and those things, the, the parts of the creativity and the, the, you know, crafting out what these, um, experiences are going to look like when we're on our property with the horses and how we're going to include all of this into one beautiful retreat. Um, those are the things that light me up that make me excited. And I can see myself doing the work to make those things happen. Um, 
my favorite, I think actually my favorite, even though, um, I did so much for my last project I was on with Universal. It was kind of a dream for a lot of people. I got to design, uh, work on Mario Kart for Nintendo World. It's won a Thea Award, uh, the whole, the park itself. Um, you know, it's exciting stuff. But when I think back on it, like my most enjoyable time um, in the theme park industry was when I was working in fabrication, when I was really hands on and I was really able to craft things and see the finished product as a result, like immediately, you know, I like I created this of just a few, just some material, some mixing of chemicals, mixing of paint, uh, you know uh, forming metal, like all that stuff that, that to me was very satisfying. So I knew when I got back, when I was feeling stuck and burnout after I left universal, couldn't get myself to sit down at my Cintiq and draw. Um, I, when I started digging into it, I was like, I really like to be physical in terms of my creation process. Um, even when I worked in events and weddings and all that, like I was creating, I was crafting things for the actual event. Um, and all of this really played into how I want to handle creating experiences when I'm able to bring people out to my property, um, of being able to craft what's there, work with people to craft their own things. Um, and then in the talismans and mini wands that I do, you know, it's all physical and hands-on. And so for me, that was my shift within that so that I could find that work within the creative side that I'm comfortable doing that I enjoy doing that I can get lost in as opposed to the stuff I'm going to get really burnt out doing um and not to say I'm not going to go back to drawing on my Cintiq and that kind of stuff but it required me to really step away and I knew I didn't want to do all the technical side of it um you know the gajillion times I have to redraw walls and doorways that that had to get moved and uh creating just um the stuff for other people, but in a very practical way. And, uh, I knew that it was a lot of the very organic creative side that I love the storytelling side, the concept side. And, and that's the stuff I love to get lost in and like, enjoy doing the work and believe it or not, there are actually people that don't like that side of the work. There are people that love just doing the technical stuff. It's very therapeutic and I can understand that. Uh, to an extent, I can certainly easily get lost in CAD when I was still fairly efficient at it. Um, and, you know, it's just finding out there's a podcast I did on the, the work we want to, oh shoot, I think it's called the work we want to do or something like that. Um, and, and that's how we really pin that down. So once we, we know that side of us, then we can really look at, is this something that's going to be sustainable for me as a career? Because we're going to have to show up every day. We're going to have to do the hard things. We're going to have to deal with clients. We're going to have to, um, you know, come up with, uh, several ways to bring income in. We're going to have to come up with, uh, ways to markets, um, And, you know, without going too far into that, obviously there's going to be elements we don't like and there's going to be elements that we're going to want to outsource eventually, like I was talking about. But the core of what your business is, the work that you actually have to do, which you should write down, all of the aspects of that, 
because this is going to help you figure out if this is something you should make a career. Um, a couple episodes ago, I was asking you to write down some things about your current job or situation that you really hated doing, things that you like are kind of indifferent about, like you could go either way and the things you really love doing. And so this is seeking out, like, what are the things showing up as you're deciding, do I want to go into pottery full time? Do I want to go into fashion? Um, do I want to go into painting? Uh, whatever it is, do I want to, you know, write music? You can write down what are the elements of that? That's really hard. What's the hard work there? And how much do you in, you know, how much do you hate doing it? How much do you enjoy doing it? Do, are you indifferent about it? Um, you know, I don't particularly like uh, giving my horses their um, dewormer, you know, but it's something that has to be done. So it's certainly not something that is going to be a, a game changer, right? I'm not going to not go into business with my horses because I have to deworm them every, you know, three to six months. So... Um, those are the things. What are the things that are acceptable to you? What are the things that you know you are absolutely not going to be able to do that over and over and over? Um, because if this is a passion of yours, if this is something you enjoy, you know, there has to be a place for us to leave room for hobbies. There's certain things. I don't want to paint for a living. I love painting. I love the therapeutic process of it. But I do not want to make painting paintings to sell. I don't want to make paintings to hang in a gallery. I do not want to do that work for the purpose of, you know, I, I don't want it to coincide with me having to make money, right? Um, that doesn't seem worth it to me. That doesn't feel good to me. I want to keep that on the side. I want to keep that just as a fun thing to do when I feel like doing it. That's the other thing. Is this something that you want to do all the time? For me, I want to be with my horses all the time. That's, 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 um, totally, totally want to do that. And I want to bring as much, uh, creative experiences into that. I have so much, ugh, I cannot wait to be on our property because I have so much in mind, um, to bring to that space that we can do, that we can change up the creative activities that we have that are going to be around, um, around all of these moments that we have with the horses and within it. So it's, you know, these are things I want to do all the time. I want to be immersed in it. Um, so if you don't want to be at the pottery wheel all day, every day, if you don't want to be crocheting all the time, um, you know, what are the things you just want to keep on the side to bring you joy and laughter and to have as an outlet? And then going back and going through, what are the things I love? What do I want to be involved in all the time? What am I always trying to get out of here to go do? You know, what am I always daydreaming about when I am at, uh, when I'm at work? What do I wish I was actually doing? Um, and the truth is there's going to be some trial and error. You might not be able to figure it out all, all on paper. Things are always different on paper than they are in real life. And, you might just have to test some things, but the key is to test them before you leave your job, right? Before you leave your current career. And maybe you are meant to be in the career you're in and only be doing this other stuff on the side. Maybe you're one of those people that are meant to have multiple things happening at once. Um, 
you know, for me, I had to get out. I couldn't do this stuff with my horses if I was still working at Universal. There wouldn't be the time. There wouldn't be the the funds. Like, there wouldn't be the space. I just, it wasn't, it wasn't feasible where I was. I had to go where I had support. So doing whatever you can to figure out if your career is something you want to leave um, or if you need to leave in order to make things happen, um, doing the small things and testing that stuff out before you make those decisions and being able to um, also see if, if there's a kind of a, you know, who's your market? Who's your people you're trying to reach with, with your art, with your craft and, you know, testing that out in small snippets, you know, building your Instagram following, building, uh, throwing stuff out there. Um, be like, Hey, I made this. Would anyone be interested in me making more? And, you know, seeing what people's interests, but basically testing trial and error all before you make the decisions of actually leaving, um, or switching industries, um, basically setting yourself up for success as much as you can. Um, because sometimes, sometimes you do just have to make the leap. Sometimes you do just have to, to make the big decisions. But to me, those are the moments that your intuition is just speaking so strongly. You can't ignore it. You know, if that happens, there's a reason and there's something that's meant coming for you. And, um, that's how I felt. That's how I felt with what came up for me. Um, and I don't regret a single moment, even though it's been very difficult. Things have not gone as planned. Things definitely are not perfect. Um, I would not change anything in terms of my decision-making around switching careers and moving into this business. Um, and you know, my hope for you all is that you can have a career that feels like a passion. Even if it's not, by the way, you can have more than one. You can have your passion that stays the hobby. You can have your passion that's the career. Um, but it's all about the work that you're willing to do. The work that's not going to drain you. The work that's, um, you know, it's kind of the work we feed off of, right? Like where we feel like we want to be excelling and not the work we feel like we have to get past this milestone in order to be successful. Um, I hope that makes sense. So anyway, I just felt like it's something that's come up a lot. People that wish that they had not, um, you know, allowed themselves to try to make a career of their hobby. Um, and, and if you've already started that process and you're starting to feel that way and you don't know, you feel like you made a mistake, maybe it's not about the fact that you are making that your career. Maybe it's all about the situation around it. Maybe it's just things are just tough in general. Maybe things are just, um, your perspective is going to have to shift around the situation. Uh, there might be some other factors in there that you need to shift that have nothing to do with the fact that it's your, it's your passion. Maybe your passion is still meant to be your career. Maybe you just have to look for some other support, some other, um, uh, some other support, some other perspectives, some other solutions for things. Maybe you're just, um, need to reframe what your business looks like. You know, it could come down to that. So if you're in the middle of it and you're feeling like, oh, maybe I made a mistake and I shouldn't have made this, uh, my career, don't worry about that. It's going to be, it's going to be good. There's a way, there's a way 
if, if you felt that calling for a reason, I believe that there is a way for you to switch things up. And if you really feel like it's time to leave, then, then what's the next step? Then we go back into our space of seeking clarity of what is, what is the next step here? What is the, the route I'm supposed to take? Because there's also everything that comes up around, well, I was meant to be here at this time, but I'm not meant to be here anymore. Just like in the theme park industry, I knew I was meant to be there when I was. I was meant to gain those experiences. I was meant to climb the ladder as far as I did. I was meant to m- make the connections I did. I was meant to gain the skills skills <laughs> that I did um, at that time for a reason. So these things, you know, happen as they should. And we don't need to see any of it as a failure. We don't need to see any of it as uh, we screwed up. You know, there's learning in all of it. Nothing is wasted. Um, And so, sorry, tangent, but important. Um, So I hope this helped a little bit in terms of if you are in that place of thinking, should I make my passion my career? Um, I hope this will give you a little bit of clarity, um, help you unpack some things you know, really write down this stuff that we talked about, what you love, what you hate, what you're willing to do, what the, what work do you not mind doing that other people might dread. (laughs) Um, and these are going to all be clues, uh, moving you toward whatever is meant to be your career. Um, and your purpose is going to shine through one way or the other, whether your purpose is meant to be in your career or your purpose is meant to be through your hobbies. Um, But really, your purpose is meant to be just who you are. So however you end up showing up, you are still going to be living your purpose one way or another as long as you are following those nudges, trusting your intuition, and doing what lights you up and sharing that with the world. All right. That's what I've got for you this week. I hope to see you, or sorry, hope to, (laughs) I hope you're back here next week with me uh, for another episode. Uh, Thank you so much. Uh, If you enjoyed this, please rate, review, and share uh, with anyone that might benefit from this content. All right. Have a great rest of the week. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me on the Nicole Romero Creative Podcast. I hope you found this inspiring and motivating. And if so, please share with your friends or anyone that you think would enjoy this content. If you'd like to get to know me more, you can visit NicoleRomeroCreative.com. Find me on Instagram at Nicole Romero Creative and let me know anything that you want to hear in this podcast or ask any questions that this content may have brought up for you. So until next time, thank you so much for joining us and remember creativity matters and your particular brand of creativity matters. So keep lighting up the world with what makes you you.